Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. And today, it's a good day. You had a trip. I did have a trip. I had a wonderful trip, and I'm going to talk about said trip. Can't wait to hear all about it for two episodes in a row. Well, okay, so in all fairness, guys, um, so this episode, I'm going to talk about everything except, I'll briefly, maybe briefly touch on the, uh, so I went up to, God, let's get it out of the way now. I went up to New Hampshire. New Hampshire! And visited uh, the guys from Two Guys Smoke Shop. And got to go up there for their 37th. God, I bet you were just kissing ass the whole 37th weekend. 37th anniversary party. All like five days. Whatever, dude. It was wonderful. They were very nice. I love you, Dave. Shut up. <laughs> Dave, do you love me? You don't need to smoke the $36 <laughs> cigar I brought back for you. This is very nice of you, by the way. So, yeah. So, today. Uh, he loves you, Dave. We're going to be. Fucker. We're going to be smoking <laughs> the Atabay Ritos. It is a six and one eighth by fifty five uh, cigar, and the uh, blend is proprietary. So, oh, it's so secret. so. At best, I can tell you, it's it looks like it's got a Connecticut wrapper. Aside from that, I need to get mine out of the cellophane. I couldn't tell you. Um, it's not remotely packed tight, Jeff. Some people really hate the cellophane, apparently. Yeah, some people really why. love it. I don't know why they hate it so much. I wouldn't have thought this one would be that hard to get out because it's actually just goes to the end of the cigar. Doesn't even wrap around. But yet here we are. Are you done? No. You're pissing me off. <laughs> Seriously. Got it. It's not that funny. Of a oh, bad. and by the way. For everybody from Friday's episode, we forgot to eat the pound cake out of the MRE. We did. So we have the pound cake. So we're going to have a what's in Gator's mouth at the end of the show for the yes, pound cake. Because, you know. Now. Why wouldn't we just do everything that we got an email and I decided. I called an audible. Oh, God. And basically what I've decided to do is. Oh, God. That we're going to just have an MRE a week. No, no, we're not. So, no, we're not. I brought the chicken and dumplings nope. for today. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is not that funny of a bit that we're going to do this every week. <laughs> it was a funny enough bit to bring the MRE with yeah, me, though. Yeah, I would say I'm not. Because there were some people really triggered by that MRE. Oh, that MRE pissed some people off. We got we got one note. I got I got cases of these things. We got uh, one we're note. set for months. We got one note from a new listener who may be, uh, 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 you know, a, a leaving listener. <laughs> He was, uh, if you hate us that much, why are you listening? He was not pleased with the cellophane bit. Um, didn't think the what cellophane bit? bit was funny. You, you doing that with the cellophane. I'm just getting my cigar out. Well, I, he didn't like that. And he didn't like the fact that I was talking with you doing that in the background. But the thing is, if I waited for you to finish, it would be 20 minutes later. He also listened to the episode where you decide to sit there like a child and not say anything <laughs> for the first like five minutes of the show. For whatever reason, I can't. It's because you told me not to talk. I can't even remember what what was. You told me not to talk. There was a no. I didn't tell you not to talk. It's just you just there was something. It was my that, interpretation. Yeah, there was something that had. Yeah, that's the problem. And anyway, so 
He was none too pleased about that. Definitely was not pleased about us eating on the show. Um, but <laughs> hey, uh, hey, don't and, push me. I got chicken and dumplings. And then, and then, and then here's the thing that I wanted to really touch on. He also said that you know, aside from the fact that we said that we were smoking a cigar and occasionally mentioning it, we talked about like nothing cigar related. Here's the deal: we are not the cigar authority. No, we nor do we claim to be. From, no matter what they from, tell you. From episode one, we have said we are two. Just guys yeah. that like cigars, and we will talk about cigars, but we'll talk about other stuff, too. Yeah. And if you want just cigar if material want- from us, go back and listen to the interviews and different things yeah. that we've done. Find the episodes that have yeah. the interviews. Those are very cigar. We have some very cigar-heavy episodes, but we also have some episodes where we talk about stupid shit. And exactly. you got to mix it up. And to be honest, our listener base... I mean, Jeff, you just hung out with some guys the yes. other night, and they specifically said, we don't like the cigar-heavy episodes. Yes. We like the episodes where you guys are just talking we're about just, stupid We're just shit. BSing. Yeah. Yeah. Our goal is to basically give you the lounge experience in an audio yeah, form. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. You know, this when, is the two of us sitting in a lounge yeah. just BSing with each other, when you're telling si- jokes and being idiots. When you're sitting around the cigar lounge with guys... You're not talking about the flavor notes of the blah, blah, blah and the whatever else. And, you know, it's just, it's just not happening. Whereas, like, you well, are maybe t- some lounges, maybe. But like, by and large, you're talking about, hey, what did you see on the news? Hey, did you see about this? Um, You know, it's just stupid yeah. shit. Or, hey, like the other night I was at home and my wife said, blah, blah, blah. And like, it just went from there. Yeah. You know, that's what we do. So if that's not what you're looking for. Then we're your buddies in the cigar lounge. There are other podcasts you can listen to that uh, maybe are more in your liking. But but I mean, I hate to say it, you, even with the best of cigars, which I think today's is going to be the best of cigars. I, and by the way, it's one of our sponsors. It is. It is. It is. So United Cigars. Yeah. So with that being said, they distribute it. Well, yeah, it's yeah, Atabay. Exactly. Exactly. Atabay. So anyway, that being said. That's it would be hard to fill up a forty five minute to hour and fifteen minute podcast if all we did was talk about the cigar because yes. there's not that much to say i it's, mean it's a roll of dried leaves, yes, yeah, that we really love we do we are brothers of the leaf I mean I am I'm not sure what he is I don't you know, want to speak for his whatever gender. I had a much, you could be a sister of the leaf I had a I mean, much, that's cool, hey, man. now hey. <laughs> Whatever you identify as, my friend. Dear God. Anyway, so um, no, so I'm going to talk about uh, what do you, my trip. My and, mic's hot. Uh, um, you know, you always get we, mad when I mess with your soundboard. Yeah, because you just kind of like reach over and it's right in my field of vision, and it's. Just well, I'm, try- kinda, I'm trying. I'm like trying to just do it. like doing this right in your fit. Isn't that all kind of off putting? Like when you, just, I didn't even notice it. Yeah. It's, so what I'm anyway. trying to do is just quietly do it, <laughs> so people listening on the audio don't even know what happened. I see. But you bring it up every goddamn time. Anyway. Yeah. Well, why don't we go ahead and cut the cigar? And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And, uh, guys, this uh, this weekend, this is the weekend. Oh, my God, it is. Dan has the third annual Riverman Cigar Company event, outside event. We're going to have uh, everybody hanging out underneath the 1,500-square-foot uh, covered patio. We've got... Uh, the Smokin' Butts and Tappin' Ash Cigar and Barbecue Club coming out there. Put a pin in that because I've got to talk about these guys. They've got a big, they've got a big announcement 
and I got to tell everybody about it. I'm, I'm breaking okay. the news right here on the cigar pulpit. Okay. We and might then, need the sound drop. What? Da-da-da. The news drop. We're going to. Well, we've got that. a train. Okay, we'll use that then. I don't. Okay. Dude. Anyway. Um, but put a pin in that. We'll talk about it after after the end. Okay. Here. Well, anyway, so we got them coming out. We're going to have all kinds of great specials on all kinds of cigars. You're not going to want to miss it. That is this Saturday, Riverman Cigar Company. I think it starts at noon. Yes. Yeah. Noon to one. Eh, no, not noon to one. It starts from noon or noon or one is what I'm saying. Oh. I think just you, get there. You'll have fun. Just get there by like noon. It'll be yeah. fine. And then and it goes you know, to what five? Yeah, five ish. Five ish. Yeah, five ish. Ish. And then the night before, here at Top Shooters in Columbia, uh, Illinois. And I've got confirmation. Uh, Dan will be here Friday night. So okay. Yes. So Friday night at Top Shooters is Pulpit Fest. I got off the phone with the man not five minutes before we started the show, we and have, he confirmed it. We have Pulpit Fest. We're going to be hanging out at uh, that. Fire pit, like right there. Right there. And in the Pagoda, where we currently are. Jerry Tobacco, Aladino Mobile Studios here in the Pagoda at Top Shooters. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be hanging out, having a good time, smoking cigars, and just generally BSing. We've got, we've got a lot of people. And I'm not paying for anybody. We've got a lot of people coming in, too. I want that for the record. You I'm, need to let the bar know, not because people are going to Oh, no. I'm going to let the bar know yeah. that nothing goes on my tab because, like, yeah, that happened last year. People tried. They and, did. Uh, and I. Told the bar in advance, nothing goes on my tab except for me. That was and, a rare moment uh, where you were ahead of the game. Yeah. Cause You're normally chasing your tail. Yeah, not in this case. No. no, you, That was smart of you. Not in this case. But Let anyway, um, so guys, make sure you plan on that for this weekend. It's going to be a great time. And, uh, you know, weather-wise, it looks fantastic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a little warm right now. We're in the 90s in St. Louis till Wednesday. But it's But dropping. then, like... Wednesday night into Thursday, it drops dramatically to where Thursday we're looking at like the low seventies is the high. Yeah. So like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a twenty degree shift in one wonderful wonderful weekend here in St. Louis. So you're gonna want to come out. So it's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. And for those of you watching on the YouTube, you'll notice that I have a Calibri SV cutter. Now you might be asking, where did you get the Calibri SV cutter? Where did you get the Calibri SV cutter? I got it at the Salem store in uh, for of two like, guys. Like nobody in the audience knew where you got I, that. I'm sure they did. <clears throat> but the thing is, here's my thought. I bought, went ahead and bought one. I'm going to send my other one did off for repair. Did you have Garofalo sign it for you? No. God, he was my... such a fanboy. Whatever, left dude. to go to this. No, you know what? Here's the thing. I could not have been treated any nicer or better up there in New Hampshire. New Hampshire? That's going to get real old if you do it every single time I say well, that. Well, I'm going to. And everybody, I mean, like, look, it's one of those situations where you're kind of, like, afraid to meet people that you you feel you know. People feel they know us through this podcast. Yes. it That is a weird thing. And, yes. and I have people that, that on shows or whatnot that I watch and I feel like I know them. It's a weird, it's like, the same co- cultural yes. phenomenon. And I feel like I know those guys just yeah. from listening to the show. And when I got up there, they could not have been any nicer. Well, I mean, and we've talked to them several times. But true. here's the thing that I say about, and I said this Friday night when I was hanging out with our boys from uh, Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash. Yeah. Okay. And I, I got a big announcement coming up here in just a second. Okay. But the thing that I told them is... I said Dave Garofalo has literally no reason to be nice to us. None. On, on in no reason at all. None. 
but he is. He's just, I mean, the guy is just golden to me. Yeah. I mean, dude, like, here's the deal. So I got up there on Tuesday, and we're, well, we're, I, we're technically a competitor. I mean, we're not. We're not. We're not at the level no. they are. But we're tech. We're doing the same kind of thing that they are. Yeah. And you know, he he could choose to just ignore us and just let us flounder. But he's been nothing but gold. It's true. Yeah. Why don't we go? Before we, before we get into all that, why don't now we go ahead and ass? Get the get the cigars lit and going. Why don't? Why and aren't we then, smoking it already? Then we can go from there. So why okay. don't we go ahead and cut the cigar? So. All right, I'm going to give mine. I brought my $2 cutter. You know what? I'm going to give mine a straight cut just because I'm going to do that. So why not? All right, buddy. Oh, it shattered. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> God, I fucking murdered you. <laughs> I knew what your reaction would be. <laughs> God, that was gold. What are you getting on the cold draw? Atabay Ritos. Beep. Hold on. I'm going to do a cold retro. Okay. Straw. 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 It's not what I'm getting. What are you getting? I'm getting, there's a very light, kind of like cedary, kind of woody. Not woody, but you know what I mean. You're getting a woody. No. Anyway. I know you like the cigar, but come on, dude. This is my first Atabay. Is it? I smoked Byron's when I was up in, I uh, saw I was so up jealous. in the two guys' shops, but I held off on the Atabay because I wanted to be able to smoke that here with you. Yeah, I don't have wood in my mouth. I'm... <laughs> But I'm getting straw. But you get what I'm saying. I want. I'm I want, taste I wanted to hold mouth. off on this for this. Well, that, that, so, yeah. dude. Okay, I got to give him credit. This is a you cigar. As much as I'm dicking with him about this, he spent a lot of money on these. This is a thirty-six dollars. I pick on so you like, a lot about on this podcast. This is like seventy-two dollars worth of cigar that we're smoking between the. Remember, two of us right I did now. the same thing with a cigar from Florida that we'd never smoked on the show. You did. You did. It was not a sure thing. No, it was not a sure thing. But anyway, so okay. So you're getting hay. I'm getting kind of a seed. No, not hay. No, 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 no. Straw. 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 I'm okay. getting wheat. Wheat straw. Okay. All right. Well, I'm lighting mine up. It reminds me of a kid when I used to bail. Lighten God, I tell you what. If I still did that, I'd be in such good shape now. Yeah, well. That would that would have saved me from the decrepit mass that you see before you. Fried food and regret. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll tell you, there was no better workout than baling hay and straw, alfalfa, clover, fescue. The wind is a problem. You need a lighter, don't you? Yeah. That's hot. Okay, so I'm hanging out with the old boys from the barbecue place. Yes. Why don't we get to that announcement? Okay. Because you're super excited. Oh, my God, I am. And I don't even know what this is. Well, I'm hanging out with them. And I met some new folks, so I want to list off everybody that was there. Oh, my. Yeah. So I met some new new best friends here. So, of course, we started off with Dave, Travis, and Scott, you know, from the from the team. Mm-hmm. But additionally on the team, we had Tony, or as I like to call him, Big Tony. Big Tony. Big Tony. Big Tony. And our buddy Corey. So some, some new parishioners. 
Okay. And I got to hang out with these guys, and I had so much fun with them. I actually found out uh, Big Tony and I went to the same high school. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I had such a good time with these guys. I mean, I ended up staying like probably two and a half hours. I had three cigars with them, and they were probably like, God, just want to go to bed, leave. That's funny. But they still had their meat going, so. Okay. Yeah, as long as they were playing with their meat, I was going to stick around. Of course you were. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> but everybody's thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> anyway. Jeff's just sitting there hoping he gets a chance to play with their meat, too. I was hoping to get it in my mouth, but they didn't cut it <laughs> out. I didn't get to taste it. Ah, uh, dear God. Yeah. So, here, hold on. Let me... First thoughts on the cigar. Okay. Okay, yes. First thoughts on the Atabay. Oh, dude, that's nice. Smoothest retro hail I've ever done. I haven't done a retro yet. Okay. Smoothest one I've ever done. Slight, slight hint of spice on it, but not even enough to really, like, Really register too much. With just just a hair. Just a hair. Yeah. Just a hair. God, what a good cigar. Isn't it? Isn't it so good? I got to figure out a way to make some money in life so I can smoke these. Right? <laughs> that was a good stick. You realize that a box of these is going for like almost $900? Well, here's the deal. This, if, if okay, if you were me, okay, yeah. I'm going to make a suggestion to the listeners. Okay. This is a celebratory cigar. All this day. Is one, all day. All day. You get these and you just put them away and you wait for a day when you've, you've vanquished your enemies or whatnot and you just pull this out and smoke it over their dead rotting corpse. Exactly. Could be like Dave Portnoy. That's what this cigar is for. See, Dave Portnoy has a bottle of champagne and on every bottle of champagne that he has for this purpose, he has a special like metal engraved like label. Yes. With the name of his enemy on it. I've, you, we've talked about this before, and he yeah. pops that bottle of champagne and drinks it when he vanquishes his enemy. This is one that you get custom-made bands, and you put your, your enemy's name on the cigar. And when that enemy is vanquished, you smoke that cigar. You know? I got a few people's names I'd put on right? one. Right? Yeah. I'm telling you. I have an enemy's list. And I will say this, too. So, Atabay is distributed by United Cigars. Um, it's made by, um, I think, Selected Tobacco. Which is uh, Nelson Alfonso. Look at that burn line. And. What a good cigar. I met Nelson Alfonso this week. The oh, man did you? could not be any nicer. He was so pleasant. I, he was always smiling. I mean, I. So here's the deal. So I checked into my hotel on Tuesday. And that night, I came downstairs to walk across the street to the restaurant across the street for dinner. And Oliver Nouveau of United and Nelson Alfonso are sitting there. I love well, Oliver. And they're both on their phones. And I ask him what's going on. And it turns out Nelson was going to be staying in the same hotel as, as I was. Except that when they picked him up from the airport, they called the hotel. Hotel said they had 22 rooms available. When they got there, they were already booked up. So something had happened in that period of time that those 22 rooms went away. So they were scrambling. Some sports team coming trying, from out of town? I have what no the idea. They were scrambling trying to find a room somewhere else. And Why didn't you give him the other bed in your room? I had literally just met him. I'd have been fine with it, but I figured he would have been uncomfortable. Well, yeah, because you sit up and watch people sleep at night. Or I scream. Yes, I've had you do that to me. <laughs> That's a real thing. That's a real thing. And it'll but, fuck you up for the rest of the night. <laughs> but anyway, 
So, but I met Mr. Alfonso and like, he's just, he's smiling and happy and so pleasant. And, you know, uh, we traded cards, uh, so that, you know, we could schedule like a time. playing cards, no business cards. So I that tell he, you, we need to get the, the cigar playing cards made. He could come onto the show. We need to do that. That's our million dollar he's idea. He's based in Spain, but we, you know, it's one of those things we'd have to figure out a way to get him by zoom to come onto the show and everything. But the man, the man knows cigars. Like backwards and forwards, he did. Look at the band on this Atabe. What does that kind of remind you of slightly? You tell me, because I I think I know, but I don't want to mess it up. Cuban Cohiba. Yes, like that's exactly what I was going to say. The Bahike. Yep. He did the graphic work. He did the design work for all that. Mm. Like he did all that design. I mean, the man knows how to just make not only wonderful cigars, but also wonderful looking products as well. This is this is rapidly becoming one of my favorites. It should. <laughs> That's a nice cigar. Okay. But, so no. So back to All the right. competition. We'll get to your thing and then we'll get to my stuff. Okay. We're bouncing, everybody, we're bouncing all over the place. Everybody here. wants to know about what I did, you know. They, they you know, anyway. We'll we'll get to him in a minute. Okay. He's the B side. What? Oh, okay. So I'm hanging out with these guys. And they start talking about how there's this little twist that's happening in these, like, barbecue competitions that I guess people are wanting, um, you know, like some salads, some sides kind of thing, you know, some some greens. Really? Along with it. So they're going to start not Don't only- Don't they understand that greens are what the food eats? But you, a, a meat and two veg kind of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Thank you, Austin Powers. Whatever. So what they're going to start doing is they're not only going to judge the meat, they're also going to judge like the salad or the sides or whatever that they make. Well, now that's some bullshit. It's a freaking barbecue competition. You shouldn't be judging them based upon the sides. The sides should be like, no, 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 special no. and See, extra. That's where I will argue with you. I can name three or four really, really good barbecue places, but their sides suck. They no no barbecue place concentrates You're looking on their side. at it as a consumer. What I'm saying yes. is as a as a an entry in a competition. It the is, competition no. should be based upon the barbecue. That's what you're there. If 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 it was a macaroni and cheese competition, you should be judged on the macaroni and cheese, not but based no, off the brisket that you're serving. They're with doing the macaroni that. They're doing that, and like the meats and the salads is what they're doing. So that's that's a new component that they're making yeah. and adding to this. I, feel, I think it's kind of neat. I feel like it's bullshit, but anyway. <sighs> anyway, so they're going to change the name. From the smoking app, ash, and tapping butts? It's not. They're not <laughs> tapping butts, by the way. It's smoking, smoking butts <laughs> and smoking. tapping ash. I don't know. <laughs> Travis, seem, Travis seems like <clears throat> the type he might. But anyway. No, they're going to change it. It's no longer going to be. Smoking butts and tapping ash. It's now going to be smoking butts and tossing salads. Oh, for fuck's sake! I don't. I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that's accurate at all. I think you just totally made that up. Of course, once again, I could see Travis doing that. <laughs> don't don't rule Scott out too. I mean, the two of them together. <laughs> God. They are what? They're going to kick our ass They are this like essentially hetero life mates. <laughs> well. That's what they said down in the Lake of Egypt. <clears throat> yeah. What was their term for it? They had some sort of term for it. I can't remember now. I, we'll have to ask them Saturday. Basically, it was one of those things. If the women went away, I mean, that they were the fallback plan for the other You one. are not my fallback plan. I just no, want to that No, I out. can do so much better. 
farm animals are in line before you. Dear God. Okay. Sheep are cuddly. I can be cuddly too, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Is that really your big (laughs) announcement? You guys heard what he said. Is there, that right? really your big He's announcement? Begging me to cuddle with him. I'm not. It's actually not. But <clears> that's it, exactly it, what you just is did. Is that your big announcement? Oh yeah, I was all a setup. Dear God. All right. Got my joke out of the way. So I got to. Uh, <laughs> I landed in the Na- uh, Nashua or uh, Manchester Airport. So let me back up. So Monday, I put my newspaper together. Didn't go to bed. <clears throat> yeah. Left the house at 3.15, got to the airport, parked my car, went inside, boarded my plane, flew from St. Louis to Baltimore, slept on that flight, but it was a two-hour flight, and it was plane sleep, so again, it's not that great. Landed in Baltimore, hung out there for just a little bit, then left Baltimore and flew from there to Manchester, New Hampshire, and that's where, when I got there... Barry Stein was waiting for me to pick me up. I hop in the car. He wasn't even on the show. No. And he still came to pick you up. He had a family obligation. But he still came to pick you up, even with all that going on. Yeah. That's a stand-up guy. He had a family obligation. Was it the perfect Saturday. pickup? It was a good pickup. It was not the perfect pickup. He picked me up. First thing he did was handed me a Bandolero cigar. Fantastic cigar. Uh, That's a good first step. Also made by Nelson Alfonso. Um, but, um, he, uh, he did not have a pizza and he did not have donuts and whatever else. So it was not technically the perfect pickup, but it was a great pickup. It was a great pickup. From there, we, uh, went to the Salem store because on Tuesday, that's when the ash holes were recording Yeah, and it was Ed Sullivan's birthday. Oh, cool. So I got there. Finished up my newspaper in the uh, in the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe while watching the Ashholes. How jealous were you of that studio? You and I are bush league amateur hour in comparison. That studio yeah. was so ridiculously nice. Dave told me how this went down. He re- he researched and wanted a desk for like a TV news station, mm-hmm. you know. And he reached out to the people and was like, "I want to buy one of these." And they're like, okay, well, you know, what station are you, blah, blah, He goes, oh, no, we're a podcast. And they're like, oh, you don't need this. You need to go to this. And they sent him the link, and it was like a folding table. And, yeah. all that. and he's like, no, 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 I want this. And they're like, that's not what you need. He goes, yes, that's what I want. There's a difference between a need and a want. Yes. And, and, like, he apparently even told the lady on the phone, he's like, if your boss could hear you right now, you'd be fired because you're trying to talk me out of buying, you know, this desk when – and trying to like lower my purchase to this other thing. But yeah. anyway, the point remains, he ended up buying this desk. Uh, Mr. Jonathan's brother, Sammy B, came in and put it together because he's a contractor. And so he assembled it and everything, got the stage all set up and everything. Dude, it is so nice. I'm so incredibly just. Just the idea of having a stationary location to come and record at. Mm-hmm. And you you have all your equipment just set up, ready to go. You don't need to worry about it. You have space for an audience and everything to yep. like sit and hang out. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Now, my flaw in that plan with you and me would be the idea of you actually coming to a separate location, and and you know I, me expecting you to actually. I was going to say, or us drawing an audience. Yeah. Well, I agree to draw an audience. 
But um, anyway, it was just awesome. And like I said, that day was his birthday, and they had ice cream cake on the Asheville. So he I got it popping up in my people you might know on Facebook. I gotta, but I don't want to friend him because I don't really know him. Yeah. But I but I kind of want to friend him. But I got a piece. He sounds I, cool. I got a piece of ice cream cake. That's awesome. Yeah, you sent me a picture. And uh, it was on Tuesday that I met Chef Charlie, who's uh, a really good friend of Ed's and a frequent customer and uh, um, just just person at Two Guys there. Yeah. And Chef Charlie's just an awesome guy. So then on Wednesday, Chef Charlie picked me up at my hotel. Really? And he brought me to the shop. We went to Salem. We met up with Ed. And then the three of us went and had uh, Mexican lunch. And I had some of the best like tacos they were beef tacos but like they were they almost were like flash fried so like the shells were kind of like crispy and then it came with this like spicy kind of was it a flour or corn tortilla i think it was a flour okay it could have been corn i don't know the point is it was really good it was hard to tell because they were fried but um they had this like kind of like very lightly spiced like au and you dipped the taco in that because it was a beef taco, but it wasn't like ground beef. It was almost like shredded beef. Yeah. In the, and so like you dipped it with that aju. Oh my god, it was so good. That and the table side guacamole. Like oh, made, I love. The I love guacamole. guacamole yeah. Oh, dude, it was unreal. It was such a good lunch. And um, and Ed and uh, Chef Charlie were cracking me up because they were talking about how on Monday they drove two hours to Connecticut to try out this one Reuben, and they said it was the best Reuben. Really, that they'd had and everything. They apparently have, after our own hearts. They apparently have lunch every every Monday, and they just go and try different places. Well, that's very cool. It is very cool. And so, um, so that was Wednesday during the day. So then Wednesday night, do you have me on? Yeah, you're on. There's a that red button, but that one's not red. No, the, up the above. That that one's always okay. Just the one. I don't know what that is. I'm paranoid now that we had some issues the last time we recorded here. Yeah, no, you're on. You're recording. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, Wednesday night was yeah. the uh, was the two guys anniversary party at uh, the country club, and so um, oh, I should say after lunch, Chef Charlie and I went over to the Nashua store. Yeah, and that's where I saw How that. How close are the the three stores? Right? Yeah, there's three stores. They're all about half an hour apart. Oh, that's not so bad at all. Sa- so it goes Salem, Nashua, Seabrook. So you could do a cigar crawl there real easy. All day long. Yeah. yeah. So from Salem, you're an hour from Seabrook. Uh, from Nashua, you're half an hour from either one. Very cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it was nuts, dude, because Nashua had even more cigars than Salem. Um, because I guess Nashua is where they do all of the uh, online fulfillment. And oh. so they had like they had this whole room just stacked to the ceiling with boxes. That's the warehouse, of cigars, the essentially. Warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Now they're shifting to an actual warehouse, but that's like currently where they're at is in there, and it's so that's where Barry's office is and everything like yeah. that. But oh my god, it was just unreal. And so we hung out there, and uh, from there, um, I rode with Barry. We picked up uh, Nick Gervais at his hotel. And then we went over to the country club for the party. Yeah. Now, we had to get there early because Barry was our ride. And so Nick and I sat outside and whatever else. And like I said, we'll talk more about the anniversary party on Friday's show because uh, Nick's going to come on. We're going to open up the box. Um, well, and it's only you know, fair for, because Nick's the reason you went. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to open you up kind the of forced your hand, September but, box yeah. um, because Nick had a 
fairly significant delay in uh, obtaining the cigars for this month's box. So that's why it was a, a shipping issue. Yeah, so that's why we're him, getting yeah. that's why we're getting the the box opened up so late in the month. But um, anyway, so yeah, so that was Wednesday night, and I, for the record, I had the best time at the party. And Jeff, I don't care how much arm twisting I have to do to get you to travel. You're coming to this party next year. How was the food, by the way? Unreal. That's what I keep hearing. I want to point out. They know how to eat out there. I want to point out that I expanded my food horizons quite a bit this trip. What'd you do? So I ate guacamole at the Mexican restaurant. Okay. Because I have a problem with it. You don't like guacamole? It's it's a color and textural thing. Oh, man. I love guacamole. Max has had baby poop that looks very, very similar to that. You don't stick a chip in it. Yeah, it's just too close. So I, I, I'm not normally a guac guy, but I did try that, and it was really good. Um, I had the crab cake Ooh, at God, the, I love crab at the dinner cakes. because, like, I just had it to. It was great, right? And it was, it was unreal. It was so good. Yeah. And then I will get to the last bit of food explore or expansion of my palate that I did on Friday. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. So Thursday. Ended up just being kind of a fairly lazy day. I went originally over to Salem because I was staying in Salem. So I went originally to the Salem Massachusetts. store. Yeah. No. New Hampshire. New Hampshire? And uh, anyway, I went over to, Never the, gets Sal- old. to the Salem store. And um, yeah, I know we don't have an ashtray. I went Set over the to- plant on fire. Set the plant. Anyway, so I went over to the Salem store. had a few cigars. Um, Nick Gervais then left for his airplane. Um, but while I was at the Salem store, I got to see Justo Aroa. I saw Rafael Nodel and I saw, um, Nelson Alfonso again. Yeah. And, uh, so it was nice, you know, got to see some guys as they were heading out of town. And then from there, I went over to the Nashua location. Wait, you saw all of them at the airport? I saw him at the Salem store. Salem store. Okay. Because Dave's office is above the Salem store. So everyone was rolling into his office before they were heading out out of town. Yeah. That makes sense. And so from there, I went over to the Nashua store um, because um, we were hanging out over there and whatnot. And uh, some, some activities took place that for the purposes of public knowledge, I'm probably going to let some of that just go. I'm not going to mention what took place Thursday night. Wait, what? It's it's for the best. I'll tell you. Nothing illegal took place. Nothing bad took place. I just it's how you made it sound like yeah, there was some mafia action. Nothing, no mafia action. It's just I I don't want to get anybody in trouble, so I'm gonna let <laughs> I'm gonna let Thursday night go. But uh, I I did meet. I met up with Barry. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> and Ed Santa Maria and a couple of other people. And um, what could you have possibly done? Well, we had some some liquor and, you know, whatnot. But but. Oh, Nick. Anyway, so it's fine. It's it's not a big deal. So anyway, but I met some wonderful new guys from our new friends from uh, Montana and they were they were very Montana. Oh, it just doesn't, doesn't work. work. No. So it was super great guys. I met Pam, who is Are you a, saying Pan? Damn it. 
frequent Pan uh, with a D. Frequent A N D. We actually did that bit with her. Did you really? It was kind of funny. Oh god, that's awesome. But anyway, like, had she heard it before? Yeah, all the oh, time. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you're not original, Jeff. <laughs> you're not original. <laughs> did um, you clear up the pan pan situation? Ed Santa Maria said that exact thing. He said, "I think I can clear up the pan pan situation here." <laughs> um. Anyway, so. Uh, met her, and she's a frequent um, audience member at the Scar Authority. Um, just met all kinds of great people. It, was, it sounds like you had a blast. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. So then Friday was the day that I spent all day, lo- all day long with Dave Groflo. Yeah. Like, I got to the Salem store, and... Um, I we, love that guy. We hung out all day. We went to lunch. He took me to this place for fried seafood. That's where I tried clam strips. Whoa. I did. And, and they were good, right? And he had the clams with the bellies. But they were good. And and when we were sitting down, he was like, you know, do you want to try one with the belly? And I'm like, maybe a small one. So I had one with the belly. Even. Okay. And they were good. Okay. Yeah. And they had- One the, with the belly. And the fried, I'm trying to- fried haddock. So- the strips are just that. They're just strips. Yeah. But the ones at the belly, they're like big and fat. And they got the they got bellies. Oh, so it's basically just like, like a whole clam. Yeah, okay, okay. It Instead took of me being a second. cut into strips, it's okay. like it's the whole clam. Because I I'll do that. I'll steam clams and mussels and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. Okay. But yeah. And I'd like to point out that uh I'm not the only one who puts ketchup on his fried fish. Nick Gervais, I believe it was. Watch that go down. Was it was it Gervais or no? It was Trey Mac. Trey Mac is the one that made the comment about how sometimes we do things for our friends. Yeah, to make them happy. I don't believe that's what happened there. He and told- the story that he put in the parishioners group on the post about this is hilarious. But yeah, no, I I don't believe that's what went. I'm down not going to convey it now because it's. Yeah, kind of wretched color. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, we had a wonderful day. I learned so much shit that I can never repeat. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, but, I love Intel. And uh, he and I, I mean, that guy puts away cigars. Like as much as I, he think, he said on the show that you went toe to toe with him. I did went toe to toe with him, and he doesn't know what he's dealing with here. If he thought he could outsmoke nah, you, he's not going to outsmoke me. I can, I can hold up. But yeah, it was great. Then we went across the street to the place across the street and had a dinner. And uh, that's when I learned a story. And Can you tell it? You know, I want to so desperately because I'm actually a part of this story. Should you clear this with him before you tell it? I'm actually a part of this story. And so part of me wants to say it now, but the other part of me wants to leave it up to Dave to bust Mr. Jonathan on Saturday with it. Okay, let's not. If you think he's going to, I I suspect he's going to. Okay, then so I'm going to let it go. We give it a week. If he doesn't do it, then we tell it on but the if next he show. Bring, but if he does not bring it up on Saturday, Cigar Authority, then we'll talk about it Tuesday. I'll talk about it next Tuesday. You're on the clock, Dave. Or if he does, and if he does talk about it on Saturday, yeah, I will then on Tuesday give my perspective. Okay. of how this went down because. Like I said, I was involved okay. in this story, and it's a really funny story, and okay. I really want to talk about it, but I'm going to let it go. Um, and so then Saturday- Dave, Dave, you're on the clock. 
So then Saturday, I got up to uh, Dave picked me up. We went up to the Salem store, and that's where we did the Cigar Authority. Huso Roa was in the shop doing a sales event, and uh, God, I love that guy. I'll t- he's super Husto's, nice. Husto's one of our biggest friends. In he the was industry. up there with his daughter, and like they just they could not have been nicer people. And I'll tell you what, like the shops, the shops were immaculate. Yeah, they they looked like jewelry stores. Oh wow! Like the way the cases are and everything yeah. like that, and the lighting and everything—they look like jewelry stores. Did they have a humidor? Or did they have? Were they in cases? They were all cases. All cases. Everything around is in cases around the room. Okay, and you know whatnot. Um, they've got plenty of staff on hand to answer questions. It was just. It was. I'm waiting for the motorcycle. It was just a really wonderful shopping experience. Now the Nashua store—they have the big humidor. Where they've got the boxes, and the Salem store has a big humidor with yeah. boxes as well, but not as big as the Nashua one. And um, but the uh, but the cigar, the singles are all in cases, mm. all around. And it was just, it's just, but there's stuff just all over. And, yeah. But it's done so tastefully. Is it like cigar mecca that, for yeah, you? Yeah. 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 Dude, his sign at the Salem store outside had a big cigar on it, and at night. The tip would light up red, and you would see That's smoke awesome. coming off of it. It would kick off smoke. That's really cool. It was really neat. And so anyway, so we did the Cigar Authority. And so if you guys haven't checked out um, the Saturday, the... Nick wore seven, a tie. 17, I, you know what? You get one chance to make a good first impression. And I wore a tie. You wore a tie. I did. Power tie as well. I mean, you gotta go powerful. But Yeah. It, it's funny. When I took that screenshot of you, it was like you were posing. Yeah, you timed it like perfect yeah. for me to be like looking right at you. Yeah. Kind of thing. You, it's like, it's like you, and I didn't tell you I was taking a screenshot. No. You had no idea. What, like I text you and said, hey, look up. And I will say this. I have no intimidation doing this with you with the camera there and everything yeah. like that. It's a little intimidating going up there for the, like, you know. To, oh, I bet. To sit there. You're at the desk. You've got all those lights. You've got this camera and everything. Well, and as I much mean, as you idolize these guys, I just—they're nice. They're super nice. Fanboy. I saw their numbers too, dude. Oh yeah, you they kick I, ass. Yeah, they're—they're they're kicking the shit out of us. So, well, you know, I mean, granted, they should be. They should be. But still, you know, I'm just saying. I will say we're holding our own in the grand in, scheme of in it the all. grand scheme of things. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But I mean, so. the cigar, the cigar authority is on another level. Oh, for sure. And we, you know, I'm man enough to admit that, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're playing, you know, maybe college ball, triple A, maybe a frontier league. You know, they're in the big leagues. You're in the corner playing with your weenie, just like, you know, wow. you're a little kid. Just like, look at that. You know, just, yeah, that's what you're doing. Wow. It's not T-ball. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not the coach playing with your weenie. That's a whole different problem. Anyway, but um, no, so we did the the show. We did the after show, and then oh, you did the after show too. The after show. Are you on the after show? Gusto and I are both on the after show. I can't wait. Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. So, so it comes yeah, out tomorrow. So, so our podcast comes out on Tuesday, and then if you want more of of me with those guys, you just check out the Cigar Authority after show. I'd on say Wednesday. watch it anyway. It's fun. Well, you get the video in MeWe if you if you uh, your want WeeWee. You me- videoed your WeeWee? MeWe. It's the it's the social media app. 
That's where you see the video of it. Oh. But otherwise, the audio is on. Yeah, because the, the Wii Wii app's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. And so um, then uh, we hung out for a little while, and then Dave took me to the airport. And that's when I had the most horrendous, horrendously stressful flight home ever. Oh, yeah. You were panic texting me. So my flight from Manchester was supposed to leave at 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time, arrive at Chicago Midway. By five oh, minutes, flew into Midway. Five minutes to eight, and oh, then, dude, and then from Midway, I Midway's was, harrowing. And then Midway, I was supposed to fly from St. Lu- to St. Louis at ten minutes to nine. Arrive at like ten o'clock. For those in the audience who've never flown into Midway, like you fly into O'Hare, and it's this big lavish airport out in the middle of nowhere. Midway is literally in the middle of Chicago, and you come in oh, like no. this, we and flew, then you do this. We flew over Soldier and Field, land. and yeah, it was yeah. it was harrowing. Yeah, and so anyway, my flight out of Manchester left an hour late because they found a scuff on a tire, and they wanted to determine if that was hey, like viable to fly. At least they were checking. I get that. Yeah. The problem is they told us, "Oh, it'll just be a few minutes." An hour later, we flew yeah. out. Dude, wow. I had I had seven minutes. Seven minutes from the time we landed to deboard, get to my next gate. And Disembark, get, as it were. Whatever. And get onto my next plane. And I made it. I was the last one on that plane. Deboarding is what you do after they've poured the water on your head. Oh. Anyway, I then, I, whatever. I was, I was. You weren't getting waterboarded no, at Midway. No, I wasn't. Okay. Practically. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I made it onto my plane to St. Louis I was in the last. I was the last person in the very last row, back of the plane, and I made it, and it worked out fine. Good deal. So, it worked out well. You got home. I did safely, and my bag made it, which is the part I was really freaking out about when I had so little time between flights. I was kind of freaking about yeah. my bag. That's why I don't. But I don't like checking them. I didn't want to, but I had to. I was just gone long enough that I just could not bring enough clothes. I'm always afraid some Neanderthals going down there, going through my stuff, taking my goodies. They didn't go through anything. Okay, good. So I'm always worried about that. Anyway, so that's my trip. It was a wonderful, like I said, the hospitality up there was just unreal. Everybody was so incredibly nice. Um, I just, I've never, how do I put this? I haven't felt more welcome at a destination where I, even when I've known people there. Yeah. I haven't felt more welcome at a destination. That's awesome. Like, everybody was so beyond incredibly nice. Well, and again, and these are some of the nicest people that I've ran across in the industry. And yeah. pretty much, there's only, I there I can count on one hand anybody who hasn't been nice to us in the industry. But these guys have gone above and beyond, almost like taking us under their wing kind of thing. That good to us. For sure. How was that retro? Good. I haven't, let me do one. I this, wanna, I wanna, this is an outstanding cigar. Now, We're out here in the breeze and the wind, and the, the burn line is holding true. Super tight. Yeah. And I want to point out, for those of you who like laugh at me about my retro hail, go to the video of Saturday Cigar Authority that I was on and just watch me. I God, retroed the hell out of that freaking test cigar yeah. that we smoked from Aladino. What did you think of that? It was good. Yeah. And I would smoke it all day long. Yep. I agree. It's probably about a $10 Robusto. Don't know if I agree with the whole concept of don't brand it Aladino. I think you could brand it 
Aladino and then put the name of the tobacco that was used in it. Yeah. And I think, and I'm not going to say, because I don't want to, like, you know, spill the beans. But um, Oh, so that wasn't given away on the show? No. Okay. No. On that the was show, off camera. On the show, is an unknown blend. But, yeah. like, yeah. But, no, it's it was it was good. I liked it. It had it's a puro. I know that it, it had some spice to it, but not overwhelming. It was it was really good. I liked it. Contrary to what you believed, I actually was watching. I know. Yeah, I I kind of he called me out on the show saying that I was asleep, not watching. I did just while to, I was watching. I did just to poke the bear to get you to respond, and you did. You you did exactly what I thought you would. <laughs> it worked out well. I called you a bastard. There we go. Well, speaking of calls, why don't we go ahead and jump into this? Let's week's do it. Ask the boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner! You got a question. You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Alright guys, so it's time for this week's Ask the Boys, where we answer listener questions on the Ask the Boys hotline. And you can get your calls, questions, concerns, whatever, into us by calling us at area code 863-874-0000. And before we get into the calls, I'm in the, I think I'm entering into the second third of my Atabay Ritos. I, I, I was berated before the show started. Yes, because it's a $36 cigar and you smoke way too fast. I am way ahead. But you've and been you're talking. way ahead. I have been talking. Yeah. But you're way ahead of me. You are nearing the final third, finalthirdcigar.com, of your Atabay Ritos. Yep. Um, what do you, uh, what do you get? It's on incredible. It? Yeah. It's a really good cigar. Um, you know, I haven't hit any Connecticut bitter yet. It's just, this is a good cigar. It's buttery the retro smooth. hail is it's just, just incredible. Buttery yeah. smooth. Yeah, I can't say enough good stuff about it. The uh the price point would make it a celebratory stick for me for sure. For sure. For this sure. This is not an everyday smoke. No. This is one you do on occasion when yeah. you're when you're, you know, loving life. Yep. But uh again, when you vanquished an enemy. Exactly. So all right, well, why don't we get to the hotline and listen to the first call here? What's up, boys? This is Leroy Lamar from ATL Cigar, a.k.a. Daddy Smokestacks. And I just have a quick question for you guys. The question is simply this. I've noticed that a lot of cigar guys are getting kicked off of YouTube. I know you guys have a YouTube channel. I don't want to see you guys get kicked off. But have you thought about any other platforms? For example, I heard Cigar Coop has moved his stuff over to a platform called Odyssey. Um, And in general, what do you guys think about... um, YouTube and other uh, sites like it getting rid of getting rid of content that is cigar related. Thanks. Well, first of all, thank you for calling. Secondly, it's yes. complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of censorship no. in any way, shape, or form. Um, look, the simple fact is, I we have been oh god, where's wood to knock on? Super fortunate so far that we have not had any issues with YouTube. Yeah. Part of that you, you got ahead of the game on that. I did. Part of that is the fact that when you're uploading videos to YouTube, you can not only say that it's not appropriate for kids, but then from there you can even put an age restriction to where you have to be 18 or older to view it. Yeah. And what that requires is it requires the viewer, in this case you, Leroy, to log into YouTube with your Google account in order to view our videos because you'll have to verify through your Google account that you're over 18. It's an extra step that I've asked the listener or the viewers in this case to do. And I would argue that maybe it has, um, 
limited our reach on YouTube because of that. But, but it's also saving our ass. But it's also saving our ass because we're not getting dinged for uh, having videos available for kids and that kind of thing. And 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 my logic and, and argument with that is that um, since cigars are for people 21 and above, thanks to the... Uh, the logic of our of our politicians who feel as though that you know you can serve in the military but can't smoke a cigar, yeah. um, you know I I figured if you got to be twenty one and above to smoke a cigar, what's it hurt if I make the videos eighteen and above to view? You yeah. know, it's like nobody that's twelve is going to be interested in watching us. Although our humor probably plays well to a twelve year old. If you're true, if you're humping a rucksack. You know, through the mountains in Afghanistan or, you know, when we were in Iraq. You need to find a woman. You will. (laughs) But that that being said, you should be able to smoke a cigar and you should be able to drink a beer. You know, I'll say that right now. There should be there should be an exemption on both of those for people in the military. For sure. Right. And I'm, um, I'm going on record right now saying it. And so anyway, that's kind of where we've gotten. I feel lucky so far is because we've kind of taken those proactive measures in terms of where we're available aside from YouTube. I haven't gone down the rabbit hole of Odyssey or there's rumble and whatever else, or obviously me, we or other places. Well, in terms of video hosting, it's Odyssey and rumble. Yeah. Uh, Me, we is kind of like a uh, alternate version of Facebook. Um, Then there was that one that was kind of the alternate version of Twitter. That Trump's people all went on, and, oh, the, it like, uh, and it got taken out of the store. Remember? Yeah, I don't remember. Which the is name another of it. version of censorship. It is, and the thing is, is that and it's censorship by proxy because it's it's not the government necessarily doing it, but you know there. I have some real issues with the Biden administration flagging social media posts to the companies, telling them that they don't like them. Did what? You, That's censorship by proxy. That's all it that is. At, did you look at the New York Post article I sent you this morning? I, I haven't seen it yet, no. Um, Facebook was literally monitoring your Facebook messengers, uh, messages, and they were determining people that were talking about how the 2020, 2020 election was rigged. Yeah. And they were sending those notices to federal authorities Without the federal authorities even asking for it. Wow. They were just monitoring us and sending that shit on with no, with no like, warrant. They're really or trying to keep that 230 exemption in place, aren't they? Uh huh. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, look, you know, do I think that the social media platforms are good for us? No, I think they're out to fuck us. Um, they're there to make money. Are we? And, and if you don't pay for it, then you're the commodity. Just and, remember that. And are we stuck in a position where because there's nothing that's viable that's out there that we can use? Yeah, I think we are kind of stuck. Yep. And so we're just kind of dealing with uh, dealing with, um, you know, what we need. Come over and say hi. Yeah, what we need. Here. And so. Dear God, Jeff, she doesn't want to say hi. I'm just asking her for a refill of the picture. Hold on. I want her to say hi. This is Abigail, and I want Abigail to give a little like elevator pitch about Top Shooters because, again, Friday, Pulpit Fest. Yes. She didn't She didn't want to like come on, though. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm here. Yeah, you're here. Jeff drug you over here. So, so um, so yeah. So Friday, the 23rd, this Friday is Pulpit Fest here at Top Shooters out on the patio. We reserve the is. pagoda and yeah. The, yeah. All of our, listeners. our listeners that are coming to town are all coming to hang out I and feel party like I Friday should know night. This since I work here, but I'm unaware you of the situation. Days. Yeah, it's but you work days. Yeah. I do. It's more evening. The theme is bikers. Okay, so we're all going to be bikers on on Friday. All right then. Okay then. So I will be here. I'll probably be the ones waiting on you, like I always am. Probably another incentive to come out. It's gonna be fun. Good Abigail time. and I go way back. Our Jeff, you don't have a microphone. That's true. <laughs> so shut up. I'm trying to talk louder. <laughs> you're, you're failing. You're failing. <laughs> anyway, so um, Friday the special is fried fish and... Uh, Barbecue pork steak. All right. And then any drink specials that you know of off the top of your head? Not on Fridays. We don't do the drink happy specials. hours. Okay. Okay. Well. But we'll be here. I'll be here. It'll be a good time. I'm sure it will. So, well, thank you, Abby. You're welcome. Or Abigail. Whatever we go by. Gail. Yeah. I think she goes by Gail more. I do. Okay. All right. <laughs> all over. Thank you. Yes, that'd be great. Thank you. No, our families go way back. Her uncle and I were like best friends growing up. She's good people. You just completely derailed all that, but that's okay. Derailed which part? I was literally just asking. She said she didn't want to come on. I was just asking for tea. I, but and she came you, on. You just forced all that. Well, yeah. Okay. I admit that. Anyway. Um, and, and when I gave her the headphones, they were all sweaty. I'm yeah, like, oh, that's gross. That's just she's gross. hating on my um, ass right now. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, Leroy, I hope we got to your question. I hope we answered it fully. I well, don't I know. I think we did. And by the way, ATL, good not, cigars. But anyway, they're good people down there. Very much so. All right, moving on. We got one more call here on the Ask the Boys hotline. You guys were really quiet this week. Hey, this is Danny. And, uh, as another uh, veteran, I got to say, Jeff, I think you did Nick dirty by giving him the ham MRE as his first one. There's so many better choices, and I think you chose that on purpose. I got to say, you might as well have handed him his vegetarian one. It's definitely one of the worst. I also got to say, to answer your question, the best MRE option is to trade your entrees for as much peanut butter and bread as you can. That way you can make yourself a nice peanut butter sandwich. Yep. The, uh, the wheat bread and peanut butter sounds terrible until, uh, well, until you're real hungry. Because the best way to think of an MRE is it's kind of like eating White Castle. It's only good when you're really hungry, really tired, and you're in the back of a car. Have a great one, boys. Danny, now, I appreciate that call, Danny. In, in my defense, and Danny, right? Danny. In my defense... I brought him the chicken dumplings today. He doesn't want to try it. No, because you freaking already tainted my opinion with that nasty ham. We're eating the pound cake, though. That was disgusting ham. And that cheese sauce. It. That cheddar cheese spread. I will. I, I ate that cheddar cheese spread out of spite, that and it was tainted. haunts me, because that was definitely tainted. Oh, yeah. That was three different colors, and it stank like hell. It's not my fault you didn't massage it together enough. That's not on me. That was old expired cheddar cheese spread. So, no, that's on you. Hey, in a pinch, it'll save your life. I like how everyone's saying you did me dirty with that, by the way. I will say, we got, if you uh, go to the chat on the Cigar Authority when that came up on Saturday, yeah. everybody was throwing out their favorite, like, MRE flavors yeah. and stuff. It was kind of funny. Call in and give us yours. Anyway. Yeah. 
So, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. Um, like I said, you were quiet this week, but that's okay. It's okay. You don't. You don't have to. I, for the record, I ate the ham. That rice was disgusting, but I ate the ham. You nearly died on that rice. Because oh, I inhaled it. Yeah, you I, inhaled it. Yeah, that. it went down the yeah. wrong pipe, and that took me out of the game for about ten minutes. Anyway, so that was karma, is what that that's was. That's exactly yeah. it. So. That's been this week's Ask the Boys. Make sure you get your calls in by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. So you mentioned earlier that uh, Nick Gervais is going to be on Friday with you. He is. So what is uh, My Monthly Cigars? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. Thanks. By the way, I just noticed that you're wearing a United Cigars hat. I am. I'm a little jealous of that. You could have come on this trip. I, I yeah, I could have. But I think it's time for one must go. Uh, that was okay. my segue. Oh, okay. Well, then there we go. Um. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terranova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. I would go so far as to say that I think the voiceover should go. I, I, I'm, that does, that's on my to-do list. I've had a very, very large to-do list and, um, it is, it is on my to-do list. I just, uh, haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. Um, but I will. So. I think it's time for, to, to freshen it up. Get rid of the old and with the new. I, I, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, so, okay. So. We have One Must Go, where we have a variety of things, and uh, you have to pick which one is going to be the one that goes. Okay. And I like how you're recapping that as you're trying to find one. I'm trying to find one, yeah. yeah. I'm looking through the I can see that. Here. Yeah. Did you get one? I did. Okay. I found one here. But uh, the card has four options. I'm only going to give you three, because one is an obvious gimme, and okay. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it that easy. That easy. Okay. Yeah. So one must go. Surgeons, janitors, or dentists. What? Okay. Why is a fish in with dentists and janitors? Surgeons. Oh, I thought you said sturgeons. Okay. Surgeons. That makes more sense. Janitors and dentists. One must go. The one that I cut from the group, by the way, that was the obvious gimme was politicians. Oh, yeah, all day. So, like, all I, day. I, that, that's just, I mean, I don't know who wrote these cards, but it's like, come on, let's make yeah. this a little less obvious. You know, let's put a little thought they into it. They should this. have done politicians or politicians. Then you get to pick. Should have. Yeah. Because yeah. they both need to go mm-hmm. in that case. Um, okay. Surgeons, janitors, or Surgeons. Dentists. 
I feel as though all three play a very vital role. They do. I don't feel as though jan- janitors get nearly the love they no, should. No, they do not. Because Nor paid like they should. Exactly. Because, look, they're literally cleaning up after all the rest of us. And mm-hmm. I feel as though that that's a very underpaid and underappreciated job. And, um, you know, I, I, I would say that that's, that's very important for our way of life. However. However. See... I, when being st- from Southern Illinois, there's a lot of meth here, and I think dentists are critical. Well, I based mean, on that, I think dentists got to cover up the nubs. Yeah, <laughs> um, dentists are critical. Surgeons are critical. I and and <sighs> and while I feel if we got rid of, while I feel the janitors play a very vital janitors, role. I do feel as though we could all potentially get off our lazy asses and do a little bit of cleaning and make it happen. Well, I'm going to begrudgingly say janitors, but because I don't want to clean up after myself. Exactly. I mean, I literally hire a cleaning crew to come to my place once a month and clean up. Yeah, and I never understood that because you clean up before they come over. I pick up. There's a difference. I don't clean. I just put stuff away. There is a difference because if the cleaning crew comes over, they clean around things, Jeff. And you want the stuff, the clutter put away okay. so that they can clean properly. Okay. There's a difference. Okay. Everybody I've explained that to gets it. You're the only one who doesn't. Just seems odd. It's like washing the dishes before you put them in the but dishwasher. But that's not what I do. No. I'm not like cleaning my toilet before they come over to clean my toilet. I'm paying them to clean my toilet. Yeah, that's they're not getting enough. I've seen your toilet. That's why I have them come once a month. Yeah, janitors. And I hate to say that. I hate to say it too because I do respect the work that they do, but oh, yeah. You know, if if one's got to go. I will say though in day-to-day life we need janitors more than we need the other two. You only need the other two when they're when it's critical. Yeah, and when you need the other two, you desperately need a it's really true. good one. Yeah. So that's why You know what they you know, call the guy that finished last in his class at medical school? Doctor. Doctor. But yeah, no, you need a really need a good, good one. You need a really good one. In fact, I met a guy in the uh, lounge in the uh, Salem store, Mr. Robertson. Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Dave Robinson, I think is his name. And uh I learned his life story. Super nice man. Learned his life story. And uh, he desperately needed a couple of them. Yeah. And, um, but he just recently lost his pride uh, earlier this oh, I'm year. I'm sorry to hear that. And now he's smoking cigars and, you know, whatever. And, you know, he's doing all, he's doing all right. But he was with his bride for 55 years. And so he's kind of learning wow. about, like, you know, life afterwards and all that. And yeah, that's rough. Everything. But uh, very nice gentleman. It's one of those things when you're sitting around the cigar lounge. But he was a, a mechanical engineer. Oh, wow. And so, like, he would travel. All, he was in the Navy during Vietnam. And then after Vietnam, you know, he got a job and he was in. But he was living out west in California. And his company, uh, he would make corrections to machines to, like, help him work better. Oh, and okay. his company said, by the way, you're getting a promotion, but we're going to have to transfer you to New England. And, oh, yeah, by the way, instead of being a technician, now you're going to be an engineer. And he's just like, what? And yeah. so then he got his job, and here he is. Okay. So super nice guy. Just wanted to give him a little shout out. So, you met a lot of good people in I did, trip. and I met a lot of uh, listeners, too. I met uh, Seth Jones. Uh, listener, I saw the picture with him. Listener, I was jealous. I saw a listener, Moses. I met him in Nashua, and then he was one table away from me 
at uh, the... Uh, Did he part any water at while the, you were there? No. At the anniversary party, he sat at Husto's table. You're and, sitting there and his glass of water's parted. I know, right? He's trying to drink and it's just on both sides. Um, no, he uh, he sat at Husto's table and I was at Christian Aroa's table, which was one table away. And so we were a table away from each other and everything. I mean, it was it was nice meeting listeners. So anyway, um, so okay. So we're both in agreement that of those three options, unfortunately... We're cutting janitors. Okay. All right. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. Digging this Atabay a lot, Oh, it's great. I mean, this has just been a phenomenal cigar. Um, I'm coming down to the end of the second second third, and um, it was very buttery, creamy, just through that. Uh, second third there. I haven't. I'm gonna do another retro hail before I get to the final third. Finalthirdcigar.com. Shout out to our man Brock there. The pepper notes have increased as I've gotten further into the uh, cigar. There is definitely more of like a almost like a red pepper spice to the I can see to that. the retro hail. Yep. You know, as you get further into it. Yeah, I'm a little um, ahead of you. So. You are. You're a little ahead of me. So. All right, well, now we're going to come up to probably the hardest segment of the week for me. Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed you this week. You should probably do them all, but... <clears throat> and um, I'll be honest, this is going to be the most difficult segment that I have because I smoked... I mean, dude, I can't even tell you. I probably smoked, on average, about like eight cigars a day. If not wow. more, I mean, it was the day that I hung with Dave. I mean, I smoked practically nonstop. The only time we took breaks were when we were eating. And even then we smoked in the car, you know? So, I mean, it was, it was just an un, unreal amount of cigar smoking. Um, so why don't you go ahead? Why don't you start it off? Okay, I'll start. So I picked this up actually over at, uh, oh, over at the hill. Okay. World famous Hill Cigar Company. I stopped in there a couple of weeks ago. I had to go to Forest Park and shoot a uh, cross country beat, and I picked this cigar up and I had it the other night with uh, the boys. Yeah, you know, from from uh, smoking butts smoking and tapping ash. And ash. And yeah, butts. It's, yeah, it's the whole <laughs> it's a whole different group. And it's a JW. That's right. I'm 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 using the fir- the name that Travis was pushing for, but Scott's the one who yes. said like, no, no, we should be having yeah. smoking smoking butts and tapping ash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that being said, I smoked it. It's a JW Appendix Two. I'd never seen the cigar before. Oh, Jake Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, Jake Wyatt. What an incredible cigar. Um. So Brian. Who owns Lit? Yeah, his son uh, Andrew is. Uh, I think it's Andrew. Oh, is he repping? Uh, is um, he's he's repping for Jake? Oh, White. okay, great, outstanding cigar. Yeah, yeah, I I can't say enough good stuff about it. It's real fancy, like you can see here. It's got some. Yeah, they've done some real work. Yeah, I know you won't be able to see it in my picture, but wow. they've done some real work there. You know, fancying up the cigar, and I thought, oh, this looks nice. I'll try it. No, did you post that to your Instagram? I did not. Well, if you would have, then people could see it there. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Kind I only took the picture so I'd remember what it was. Kind of the point of the Instagram it's true. is that you yeah. can share I'm, what you're I'm smoking. bad at Instagram. Um, but okay. great cigar. I can't recommend that to everybody enough. 
All right. Well, my first one is the first one that I smoked when I got into um, the Salem store. And I, it was the first one I picked up when I got to the store a, on Tuesday. Uh, aside from the Bandolero that I smoked in the car that Barry gave me, this is the first cigar I had on the trip. And it was the Red Anchor from United Cigars, which yeah. you and I will be smoking on an upcoming show. Oh, by cool. The way. Um, amazing cigar. Really, really good. Flavor notes on it were really good. The construction on it was it burned great. I I really really enjoyed it. I finished my newspaper while watching the ash hole smoking that. I it was a really great cigar. I, I'm really happy I did. Considered a box. Box price was a little too steep for my blood. Um, these were like twenty three dollars cigars. Well, you, you dropped some coin going on the trip alone. Yeah. 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 So. These were like $23 cigars, but it, it was worth it. It was a good cigar. Now, my second cigar of the week, and I believe, I believe you can back me up on this. I think this comes to us from Dan the Man Ponder. Okay. Here, take a look real quick. That's the one you gave me. Yes, I believe yep. so. Yeah, yeah. It is a, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna butcher it, San Latano. It's sure. an AJ Fernandez, and it's a Connecticut. Incredible stick. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I sat on the back deck with uh, Kristen the other day and had that cigar and just really, really, really enjoyed it. And that again, that's one you can pick up at the Riverman event this Saturday. Oh, Nick's going to the well, receipts. I am. I'm going to the receipts because um, I'm trying to see, for my second cigar here, I'm trying to see... Um, if I can find the actual like name with the size of this second cigar, because I didn't. This is riveting radio. I know. I get that. This is not. This is it. This is it. Found it right here. So, um, my second cigar I had at the Nashua location on Wednesday before we went over to the party, and it was a Byron. I had the Byron Habaneros 20th. Ooh. Um, it was my first Byron. I will say I saw the that, picture of um, Chef Charlie, he actually gave me my first Byron. That was super nice. Um, I didn't, I didn't, um, I haven't smoked it yet because it was a little Byron. Um, oh, uh, it's the little guy. It's a, it's a little, probably about so big. Yeah. And um, I, he gave it to me on Tuesday. And to be honest, by Tuesday night, when I got to the hotel, I was done. Yeah. And I just wanted to eat dinner and go to bed because I was on, like, no sleep. And so I didn't smoke it. No sleep and a ton of cigars, I bet. Didn't smoke it. And to be honest, at that point, by the time I got going with the rest of the week, I just – I never got to it. So it is at home. I do plan on smoking that soon, Charlie. But but I had the Byron – what did I say? Habaneros. Yeah. uh, 20th 20th. there at uh, the Nashua store. and. I mean, dude, like Atabay Byron. I mean, after right smoking this Atabay, it's like they're just right there. They're yeah. just this. They're, this it was Atabay amazing, is incredible experience. stick. So anyway, and I'm down to the nub, man. So that's my. Sec- I'm hanging on. That's my second one. Okay. So what's your third? And one? okay, so my third is one of my go tos. Um, I pulled it out of the humidor. It's a Perdomo Lot 23. Great cigar. Fantastic cigar. Fantastic cigar. I met Mr. Uh, I saw Nick Perdomo and uh, I uh, saw his lovely wife Janine. 
and she was nice enough to sign. Had my- you met Janine before? I have not met Janine before. This was the first time we've interacted through Instagram. Yep. Um, but not uh, in person. She seems to be a, a She's good ally the of ours. Nicest yep. person ever. Yeah. And it was so cool because they had their whole family up there. You know, uh, his son Nicholas III was there. Their uh, son-in-law was there. Um, I mean, like they had so all these people at the at yeah. the anniversary party, and it was just it was great because they got a nice family affair going there. That's awesome. Yep. And um, so my final cigar for this week, okay, is one that uh, everybody told me you need to try. You need to try. I ended up smoking two of them while there. I brought back three, one for me to smoke on my own and two for us to smoke on the show. Okay. I brought back the West Tampa Tobacco Company, uh, the Black. Ooh, I've heard good things. Amazing cigar. It's going to be more of a you cigar than me, right? No. No? This is, it. it you're going to think that it's going to be like a uh, you know throat slitter, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It's a nice, solid, like, I thought it was a medium. Yeah. Um. You know, look, you might prefer the white over the black, um, but dude, let's the, not get, bring race into it. I'm not. That's not. Why would you do that? The Connecticut one is the white. I don't even. I dear God, I Jeff. apologize. Send your anyway, correspondence to Nick at cigarpulpit.com. The the West Tampa Tobacco Company Black, amazing cigar. It was it. I think it came down to like ten bucks, ten or eleven <laughs> That's awesome. bucks. Um, and to be honest, I was gonna buy a box, and it was a toss-up between that and buying a box of the uh, Cigar Authority Lanceros. You went with the Lanceros. And I went with the Lanceros yeah. because, you know, went to Rome, and they had less than 100 bucks left. And I'm kind of getting sick and tired of Dave talking about it on the show, so I figured I'd go ahead and wow. buy one more so I can knock that Wow, that The guy's down. all nice to you, and then you dog him. Well, he knows. He's tired of sick, talking about it, too. He wants to sell them, too. So, so you helped him along. I did. I helped okay. him along about one more. So, anyway, so that that's been the three cigars I smoked to enjoy this week. There are so many others that could have made that list and probably should have made that list, but uh, you know what time it is? You know, I didn't. So pound cake time. Well, while you're prepping the pound cake, I do. Oh, you just lost your cigar. Yeah, you it was s- out anyway. You bastard! It was nubbed. There was nothing left of it. I couldn't even hold it anymore. It was burning me. Mm. So smell um, that. Smell the pound cake. I mean, okay, that does smell cakey. I'll give you that. Yeah, that does smell cakey. So while you're prepping that, I do want to give a shout out to one of our um, big listeners, and he's done. He he recently what size got to do with it. Nothing. Just stop. Why do you have to point out he's a big listener? He's a he's a proficient listener. He's a regular listener. Oh, a he's, fan. Dear God. That, but you got to be more specific. You got to be clear. Ken Cleric, uh, down in, uh, he's got a shot. He just recently purchased. Oh, this is the old boy from Florida. He just closed the deal and purchased a cigar shop in Florida, north of Daytona Beach. Um, and we want to give him a big congratulations to him. Ken recently closed on the Ash and Ale Lounge, Ooh. and that's down there, just like I said, north of Daytona Beach. Check out the check out the picture. Oh, there. that's nice. Yeah, he's got a fantastic that's a good looking lounge and everything. I mean, so it's down there in uh, 
I don't. Do I know the town? Hang on. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna see. We're gonna search. I'm gonna see. Searching my my text here. Uh, he is in Palm Coast, Florida. Palm Coast. Palm Coast, Florida. It's just north of Daytona Beach. And I've never um, been to Daytona Beach. You know he uh, he's inviting us to come over next time we're down. You know in Florida and everything like that. But I'm telling you, it looks like a fantastic place. I know Ken's been very excited about uh, finally closing on oh, the it deal. Oh, should be yeah. And he closed on it. It's his place now. And so. The man's a cigar lounge owner down in Florida, and I couldn't be happier for him. So, Ken, He's living congr- the dream, man. congratulations on that, and we will do our level best to get down and visit you. Okay. Break you off some pound cake there, oh, buddy. dear God. Finishing our MRE from Friday's show. Continuing the MRE. Thing. Well, that, that broke rather quickly. <laughs> I mean, it's not as light of color as I'd have expected, but... It's dry. Like, it's a definitely dry cake. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably 20 years old. But I won't lie. This is easily the best thing that was in that MRE. And you waited to give it to me. <laughs> that bastard. I set it aside to have it as a dessert and then forgot all about it. Oh, God. So dry. Want some more? No, I'm good. Definitely good. Oh, God. It almost has a little pumpkin spice flavor to it. Mm, it's got some sort of spice to it. Yeah. I don't know about pumpkin spice, but. It's like stuck on my tooth. Oh. Yeah. It's tasty. It actually wasn't bad. I'll give you that. The pound cake was the best part of the MRE. And you waited on it. Mm-hmm. I'll never forgive you for that. I just forgot. Um, you know it's good when it's got a Duskin pack in with it. What is that? Keep it dry. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, what else do we need to get to? I need to save that. This is why. Because when I'm over at Nick's, I like to put those in his humidor. You dick. Um... <laughs> My humidor won't stay up to humidity. Dear God. I hide him under the cigars. What else do Boy, we Boy, that need? would be a dick move. That would it? be a real dick move here. <laughs> so as I just entered into the final third of my cigar, finalthirdcigar.com, um, brought to you by our men, Broccoli Rob and Isaiah, over there at the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in England. Do we Indiana. have a uh, segment from them coming up on Friday? On Friday we will. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, the final third of the cigar, the spice level has now entered into the actual smoking experience a little bit. Again, not oppressive, not, you know, super strong. Um, I would definitely say. I will say, I came into the cigar fully expecting it to be more of a you cigar, not as much of a me cigar. I really thought that at the end of the day, I would fall very firmly on the Byron side of the fence. I think this would be an Atabay kind of side of the fence. The flavor of this cigar yeah. has de- is definitely like way up there. But even the strength level of this cigar, you wouldn't expect it to be a strong cigar looking at it and everything. But I would put it at like a, a lower medium. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say that it's a light cigar by any means. Um, 
but it's it's got some strength to it, a lot of flavor to it, varying flavors to it, um, and it's just so good. And the and like I said, the retro hail near the back portion of it here, that's where the spice level really kind of ramps up. Yeah. Again, not you know, it's not gonna slit your throat like some of these spice bombs do and that sort of thing, but it's got some real legit spice flavor to it. Um, to the retrohale, and it's it's just such a good cigar. Well, there you go. I, really I enjoyed it. it, and I really appreciate you getting it. I know it's a higher dollar cigar, and I, I really do that. appreciate it. I don't mind that. I just you know wanted you to actually like savor it and enjoy it, and not just burn through it like you've got somewhere good. to be in an hour. Well, and I purposely didn't smoke anything before we got on the show or That's eat good anything. Too. So I could enjoy the flavor of the cigar, and it was incredible. That's good, too, because I will say, I haven't eaten anything either. Um, all I was doing was drinking tea. I will say, after eating that pound cake, I am tasting pound cake on this cigar. There you go. So it's probably good that I kept the palate as clean as possible yep. coming into this one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just incredible. Well, there you go. So. Well, it's been a show, man. Um, so we're available on Instagram, at The Cigar Pulpit. You never team me up for the socials anymore. Oh. Never. You have like one job and you don't you don't do that. I ought to start doing show notes for you. They I got to see the Cigar Authority show notes. They actually have show notes. They have legit show notes. Like the whole sequence of everything and yeah. question prompts and all this and whatnot. I mean they they actually are like putting effort into it. Oh. Dave was really surprised to learn that you and I just come on and just wing it. Wing it, yeah. He had he was like, You don't have show notes? I'm like, nah, we don't do show notes. He goes, How do you remember everything? I'm like we just kind of do. Yeah. We or, circle back. Or we don't. Yeah. <laughs> As in the case of uh, the pound cake. Exactly. You know? But uh, no, we're on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group where you can get in on that. and uh, That's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So make sure you find that group, request access to that, and I'll let you in. And everything's all good there. We have Twitter where we don't really do much of jack shit. And we're on YouTube where you can watch this if you so wish. And then, guys, we need your calls for Ask the Boys. Make sure you give us a call, area code 863-874-0000. I'm not entirely sure we're going to have Ask the Boys next week due to the fact that we're going to be recording that at Dan's uh, annual party. Yep. So it's one of those things where if you do we'll, call we'll bank them up. If you do call the Ask the Boys hotline, realize that it may or may not be in next Tuesday's episode, and we might just be banking them up. And if that's the case... You know, just maybe be aware of that. But otherwise, but I, but that doesn't mean don't call. It no, mean, I, we definitely need the calls. And uh, yeah, that's that's probably about it. There you go. So, um, yeah. You always just let it linger. No, I'm there's just, always this awkward I'm, pause I'm at the end. I'm thinking for a minute. So, <clears throat> I just real quick, I just want to say one last time. Just how incredibly thankful I am to everybody, you know, that I met that was so nice. Um, specifically, you know, Barry, Mr. Jonathan, um, uh, Chef Charlie, and Dave, because those four individuals. Ed act- Sullivan. Well, those four individuals yeah. actually drove me around. Oh, okay. So I want to thank them for the transportation because Ubering would have gotten expensive if I would have been Ubering everywhere. Yep. Um, you, those, you rely on the kindness of strangers. Those four guys helped me out a lot with yep. um, with transportation. Um, you know, Ed Sullivan was so nice. 
I spent some time with him talking technical stuff and everything yep. a little bit. And, um, you know, and what I learned is similar to how you and I are what we are on the show. Yeah. They are what they are. Yeah. Like, when you meet them in person, they are what they are. With the exception. With the exception of Mr. Jonathan. Is he playing a shtick? And what I'm going to say about Mr. Jonathan, and he may be mad at me for saying this. Well, then why would you say it? Is he's much nicer in person than he comes off on the show. Oh, I can see that. He, I think, thrives on being the heel. Yeah. I think he, I think he enjoys being the... Well, that's the role you take on on our show. I do not. I want to be liked. I want to be a nice guy. You just drive me insane. <laughs> but no, he. I think he thrives on being the heel. I think he thrives on being... Like, kind of the bad guy. Yeah. In, to some degree. And um, he's not like that in person. He's just... Oh, he's going to be mad at you. So incredibly nice and gracious. Um, you know, he's, he's you know, he's very nice. Yeah. And is he quirky? Yes. Well, we all are. We all are. Yeah. And, you know, and look, I'd say probably about 90% of what you see on the show is him. But he does play up some aspects in order to make it more amplified. Well, yeah. But, yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, that's how I am on the show. I'm nothing like this in real life. Bullshit. But anyway, I just wanted to say. I I got to say. So, when I met Big Tony, I sit down. I put my chair down. I get my cigar out. I pull out my cutter. pull out my lighter. And he goes, holy shit, you've got a cutter and lighter. And I said, oh, yeah, that's all for the show. There were a lot of people referencing you out there talking about like well um what was it um there was a gentleman in the lounge when we were watching the the first hour of the cigar authority before i was on i was sitting there with seth and chef and um there was a gentleman that got out a cigar and he started lighting it and man he was just roasting the foot of that thing it just went on forever and we could hear his lighter because we're all trying to listen to the show but we could hear his lighter and seth just looks at me and goes it's jeff and I'm like, I know, right? You know? <laughs> and it's little things like that. Like people just like, you know, just talking about yeah. You were you were you were missed. You have no idea how many people were like wanting to meet the both of us. Oh, and they God. just got half of it. It's so you know, half let's be honest. Half is probably enough now, at a time. Next you year, gotta work up to that. Next year you're coming with me. We'll see. We'll see. And I'm going to buy the ticket. Well, you know me. I'm not a big traveler. I'm going to buy you the ticket. Good God. And I'm going to force you into it. Because that's how I have to travel. I've become a homebody. That's how I have to make you travel. I have it's to true. effectively force you. It's true. I've, I force you by buying the ticket. I force you by buying the airplane ticket. And it's just the way it is. You're just, no. Yeah. So you're going to get forced into this. Okay. The one thing I will point out, the one little snag in my trip that I do want to point out. Other than the airplane situation. Okay. The La Quinta that I stayed at? La Quinta. First of all, I booked a king-size bed. I got a room with two queens. Oh, God. That kind of pissed me off because I wanted the giant bed to spread out in. But it is what it is. Second, they never like came in to clean my room once the entire time. So I had to ask for towels like multiple times. See, I like the two beds because you got the one you know for the loving and then the one to sleep in. I wasn't loving anybody while I was up there. That's your own fault. Um, so I had to ask for towels a bunch. And then the third thing was when I got there, I didn't know until the next day, Wednesday morning, that I had two tubes of conditioner, no tube of uh, shampoo. 
So I had to like use body wash on my hair. Oh, like a savage. And so then when I was like leaving the room, the the maid cart was out in the hall, so I snagged a bunch of tubes of shampoo, threw them in my bag, and that's how I got shampoo for my room. Okay. But the biggest grievance that I have with the La Quinta, Oh god. They had no outdoor seating. No patio? No patio. That's weird. So there was nowhere I don't to know sit- if I've ever been to a hotel that didn't. There was nowhere to sit and have a cigar. Now, it makes sense when I thought about it, because somebody else told me they had no outdoor seating at their hotel. You're in New Hampshire. New Hampshire? Where it's cold quite a while. So why invest in chairs to put outside in for like a small portion of the year? I would still think fire pits would be a big thing out I there. would, too. Yeah. And so that's the thing. And that's my one grievance with La Quinta. There was nowhere for me to sit and smoke. When I was waiting for Chef to pick me up Wednesday, I had to sit on, there was like a hill uh, that went, so the parking lot was here, and then there was like a little slope up and a hill that led to the road. Yeah. And so I was sitting on the slope of the grass waiting for him, and that's where I sat and had my cigar waiting for him to pick me up on Wednesday. Okay. Because there was nowhere else to smoke. So La Quinta, get some damn chairs. Okay. I'm, I'm sure, sure they're going to Yeah, force them right into it. Did you give them a nasty Yelp review? I gave them a very interesting Hotels.com review. Okay. You know. So, Fair enough. Anyway, that's what it is. Anyway, guys, that his, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. It has. Um, we Final thought, absolutely love the Adam Incredible cigar. Incredible Fantastic cigar. cigar. And uh, I am looking forward to, uh, to having another one someday. Awesome. So, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe and stay smoky. And come out and see us on Friday here right at here. Top, Shooters Top Shooters for Pulpit Fest. Pulpit Fest. And Saturday at Riverman. Exactly. I was just waiting for that thing to catch fire behind us. Yeah. It's Be like fun. our burning bush. It's fine. Well, there you go. There we go. That was a show. Thanks, guys. Thanks.